You're going to do the welcome to thing? Welcome to. Yeah. Yes. Remember to fancy this last is... time? Yeah, we have that whole introduction. This is the first episode, though, so we don't really have an introduction planned out. All right. But I guess, yes, welcome to what? Comic Book Sensei? I figured, Sensei, uh, sure. you're, yeah, can... you're like the master of comic books from people I know, I... and I'm just a little grasshopper here who just uh, is trying to be a nerd and read comics. So <laughs> I can help you with that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... Uh... Oh, was that Final Fantasy? Final Fantasy Seven, my favorite yeah. game of all time. That's what I thought. Very cool. I'm gonna shut my phone on uh, silent. <laughs> but all right. Yeah. So, so. This, go ahead. Oh, I was okay. This is the first episode. Uh, we're live streaming. Then I'm gonna try to edit it and put it into like listenable podcast platforms. I I'm nice. still learning the editing process. I've gotten a little bit better, but I'm not gonna do the whole YouTube thing. I don't care about that. But okay. definitely try to put it into like podcast platforms so people can listen. Nice. So we'll we'll spend it we'll spend an hour talking and you'll file that down into four to six usable minutes. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta funnel out all the shit talk. I like it. That's how it normally goes. It's cut out the little awkward silences here and there and all the slip ups <laughs> and then uh Yeah. All that good stuff. And what's so how are you doing with the editing? You liking it? No. No <laughs> no I am not. It's too much work. I don't have enough attention. Like, my attention span is so small. Like, it is really hard to focus. That's why I really want to do a podcast with you. Just because, you know, I know you got some good energy. And comics are amazing. And I really want to get into them a little more. Oh, that's so cool. So I love this idea. But, like, I was doing my own there for a little bit. Oh, that's right. You were drawing, you making comics, right? When you were a kid? No, no, no. My own podcast. Oh, oh, okay. And, like, it was cool. I liked it. It was something I really enjoyed. But I just don't have the attention to do it by myself yeah okay i'm like very like low attention then like a bunch of stuff happened and it's like life got in the way and i was like ah so like having someone else is sort of like the accountability buddy you're my accountability buddy that's what they call it yeah for sure now i'm countable like it's gotta i gotta do it so it sort of pushes me to actually handle yeah i'll be your uh, i'll be your your comic book uh, bartender there we go yeah 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 i'll sit here I, I'm always good with uh, uh, talking. <laughs> Whether there's anything fucking <laughs> worthwhile or what I'm saying or not, that yet is yet to be seen. But I, I, I can I can keep on making words come out of my face. And that's all we need for a podcast. <laughs> I mean, if it makes sense, no one cares. As long as there's words coming out and people can understand it, then we're good. Yeah. Yeah, so and I and I'm I'm really glad that my uh, my regular computer um, I've never used my computer mic before and it's working. I don't have like a real mic like you got a fancy one. I just mine's just my computer, literally my computer. This is just like a cheap fifty like fifty dollar thing off the internet. <laughs> That's fifty dollars more of a microphone than I have. <laughs> All right, so what was so the first one we decided to read? The first one uh, is Giant Size X-Men number one uh, from Year of Our Lord 1975. Ooh, what was that old? Dang. Yeah, you didn't realize. That. Well, so no, this I is I didn't see the little little number up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all these these characters that you're seeing, a lot of the ones that are you know so famous, 
this is the first time pretty much that they've ever been seen with the exception of Wolverine um, was uh, he had like one appearance in Hulk before this but yeah. like it's a very early Wolverine Colossus Nightcrawler it's the first for them Storm um, Thunderbird who only really he dies <laughs> pretty soon <laughs> he, he doesn't last too long and he would have been a cool one because he's got kind of a tough guy uh, uh, Ben Grimm sort of outlook about him yeah. um, now, now, what had what had happened with these was uh, X Men were, were fairly popular. They were kind of the Marvel B team, um, you know, the Avengers and, and the Fantastic Four being their really, you know, their heavy hitting teams. Yeah, and the X Men were just kind of the the, the misfits. Um, but they did. Uh, Stanley tried to use them as kind of a metaphor for racism in the '60s. So. If you if you look at a lot of their early stuff, um, you've got you've got the the world at large. The normies are basically you know they're they're calling them names and throwing stuff at them. And, the normies, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the mutant menace is what they. But essentially, it was it was like a, a metaphor for racism, you yeah. know, because especially in the '60s, you know, you, I mean, not that we don't have it now, but they had it very visible then. I mean, it's pretty visible now, but it was a you know a different. Uh, ball, a ball of worms? Is it a ball of worms? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> bag of worms? Ball of worms? Ba- bag of worms? Whatever. Some. It was different. It was different then, um, but it was a way... It's not your father's horseshoes. Right. I don't, I don't know. They can make up some weird thing for it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so they, uh, they used that as, you know, kind of a way to bring it into comics, at least uh, Stanley. I think first off it was Stanley and uh, Jack Kirby, which was kind of their their big powerhouse team at the time. Um, Stanley, you know, is kind of the father of uh, Silver Age Marvel, yeah. and then Jack Kirby Rest drew everything. And yeah, he, he actually he didn't get uh, he didn't get credit for a lot of it, and for a lot of time he wasn't getting any of the royalties because it was just uh, considered the characters were just considered the property of Marvel. Um, so he won a lawsuit uh, after a long time of not getting any money. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, he, he's actually they're both dead now. So. <laughs> yeah. But good for their families. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That so, was interesting because uh, uh, the way this comic starts out, you got uh, Professor X going around recruiting mutants for the X Men, and you were thinking, oh, so this must be like the beginning. This is like you know. Sort of no real super big knowledge into comic books or all that well, type let, of stuff. Let me tell you I'm sitting what, here thinking, what, okay, yeah. so this is the first. He's out here recruiting the very first X Men. Well, then, the very first new X Men. So the X Men started in 1962, I think 61 or 62. Um, and like I said, they were the B team. They weren't. They weren't very popular. And then after, uh, gosh, I, I think 60 some issues. They stopped making them and just they kept the magazine going by printing reprints. Mm-hmm. So this is the for this is them bringing it back for the first time in five years and trying to revamp them and make them you know palatable for the kids. Yeah, I just it was so, interesting yeah. just seeing it like oh wait, Wolverine's not like an original X Men because you find out like okay no these aren't the original ones these are just like yeah. he needs some new people and it's like wait a second I thought like Wolverine was like OG. 
but no, yeah. he's not. Yeah, he was 70s. He came in the 70s, like the 60s were different. In fact, can you um, can you screen share the, uh, just we can do real quick, the, the cover? I, I did a little earlier, but I'll do it again. Oh, okay. Um, so the, the cover um, has got the new X-Men tearing through the page, and behind them you see this, uh, you see this kind of shadow, um, not really shadow, but like, you know, drawn lightly and in blue, um, the original X-Men. Yeah, you got Cy- Cyclops yeah. there, you got uh, Iceman. That part of that is not Iceman. Is it Iceman? Was it Iceman? It is Iceman. Is it, yeah. Is Iceman? yeah, they weren't super creative with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Iceman. Yeah, Iceman, Angel, the Beast, Marvel Girl, and Cyclops. Uh, Beast wasn't in uh, this comic. He, they In there, he, they right. mentioned at some point he's already... Uh, he already graduated. He's, so he was no yeah, so at, in the, the X-Men. at the time of this, he was uh, he was part of the Avengers. He was uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't, you know, they couldn't cross him over too much. Yeah, and there was another cool part where they mentioned because he he got the costumes uh, for the new X-Men. He mentioned like, yeah, this is from my dude, and was uh, Mister Stretch from uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah. So Mr. Fantastic. That, yeah, he was like, you're probably wondering why all these fit you so good. <laughs> it's because they have unstable molecules. Yep, that's, that's <laughs> exactly what he said, too. Yeah, I took pants with unstable molecules during this quarantine. All right, we all need some nice new clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's interesting because you see, so, uh, uh, you know, Nightcrawler, you know, he's, he's not like crazy popular, but he's known. Right. Storm's known as like an OG X Men. Wolverine, yeah. you know, everybody knows him. Then you got a Colossus, which or it was a Colossus, yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't know about until the most recent uh Deadpool movie, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah. I I didn't really know about him. At He's first I, I was like, wait, was that like some bad guy? I'm like, oh I know Colossus, that's that new X Men dude, okay. Yeah. And then you got the other three. I've heard of uh Proudstar. Didn't know too much about him. I've heard of Proudstar before. Sunfire. Uh, Thunderbird. His, his last Thunderbird. name is Proudstar, but yeah, it's Thunderbird. He lasted, I want to say he lasted like two issues before they killed him off. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Sunfire, but then they, I never they, heard you know, of. He had a brother that was just like him that they brought in. And then the Irish dude I never heard of. Banshee. Yeah. Banshee, yeah. Banshee. So, got to see some new faces. So that was yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I kind of like the way that they, they started with Nightcrawler. Like, the first scene, you got him, you know, they, they established his background. You know, he was, a, he was a circus freak, and you've got him in Germany, and they got kind of the, the classic uh, Frankenstein situation. You, you've got the mm-hmm. villagers with the, you know, with, with their pitchforks and, and torches. Calling him a monster. He's trying to just, right. like, he's like, oh, you yeah. humans are just, like, nuts. Get away yeah. from me. Is how you humans are? <laughs> right. They're turning the tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, it's kind of weird. I, I, I thought, for growing up, I always thought his name was uh, Kurt Wagner, but apparently it's Kurt Wagner. Wagner. So, on account of German. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they start out with Nightcrawler. He's getting just chased away by the, the villagers. Yeah. Then you go into, who's next? Wolverine. He's working with yeah. the government. Mm-hmm. Professor X is just like, come with me. And he's like, all right, I'm out of this bureaucracy. I'm done. Military dude's just like, hold up, bro. And Wolverine is like, <laughs> blaze at his throat, like, say something. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of wonder in that scene what the military dude thought that Professor X was doing there. 
Because I think yeah. he kind of had to let him in the building and, hey, I'm just some anonymous uh, bald dude in a wheelchair and uh, just want to talk to your, your living weapon. Cool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Wait, you're taking him? <laughs> like, you set it up, bro. Like, it's your own fault he walked away. You should have known that. I better. thought it was like lunch. Like, <laughs> oh, and then we got uh, Oro Road, who is uh, that Storm. Uh, first, like there was a little quick. You really liked her outfit. The Banshee was like a quick two-panel thing where there was like, yeah. damn, he's in. So, uh, ba- okay, so you remember in um, in Deadpool where they had Black Tom? Yeah. They kept on making the jokes about Black Tom. So uh, Banshee and, and Black Tom were, were partners, and he was a bad guy. So this is basically uh, this is basically Professor X flipping him over to be a good guy. They're like, oh, yeah, let's have a conversation. I guess I'm not a bad guy anymore. Now I'm a good guy. Liquid down the wrong tube. <laughs> That's the uh, isn't that that's the name of your porn, right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, and now now we got into Storm, who's out here with like uh, her hair as her clothing. Yeah, it's like all right, is. you know, why yeah, couldn't she, she just stay like that for all the movies? Yeah, I mean, they actually they they printed it up a little bit by giving her a, a loincloth as well, which I don't figure they really needed to do it. It's it was the seventies; they could have just let the long hair thing, you know, go top and bottom. Yeah, and it looks like her tribes people are pretty naked too. Yeah, barely they're naked. begging her to save them. Right, just jewelry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's that was the thing. She was their uh, she was their goddess. Yeah, she was you considered know? like a goddess. Yeah, it's like well, she was that easily convinced to leave being a goddess and right. join some ragtag group. Like if I was being treated like a god, like sorry, sorry, bald dude in a wheelchair, I'm a god. People yeah. adore me. Sorry, dude. They, they've all got kind of questionable motivations for going. It's like, I, I, they, they don't really sell why these people are leaving to go with Professor X very well. Yeah. I know they got a lot to do in a short number of pages, but uh, yeah. yeah, he's like, hey, you can make a difference somewhere. Well, I kind of thought I was making a difference, you know, helping all these, this tribe live. But oh no, you know, I guess your stuff's more important. You know, let's do it. Yeah, right. And there's a quick little panel with him meeting Sunfire. Like, looks like they were old buddies or something. And he's like, come with me. And he's like, eh, I guess. Yeah. He owes something to himself, is what he says. Right, right, right. And he's kind of, Sunfire, uh, at the beginning at least, is, is is really a dick. And actually a lot of them are kind of dicks. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they, they are. Like, we'll get into yeah. that here soon. Yeah, they're all quite dicks to each other. They are. Oh, I am, yes. Yeah. Well, and so here's the other thing. Okay, so let's let's hop in. Let's hop right into Colossus here. So he's next. Yeah, yeah. So he's there. You know, he's on his his family's or you know the collective. You know, this is Cold War era. Soviet and, Russia know, in Soviet Russia, your farm belongs to everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but the the really funny part is, you know, the way that you see his power is he's over there working working on the farm, and in a runaway. Uh, tractor threatens to to run over his uh, his little sister mm-hmm. so he you know <laughs> shoots into his metal form and bashes the the tractor and then he leaves <laughs> yeah. he's just like, like that's that's the real questionable one to me it's like oh well i guess people don't need me around here <laughs> he's like oh, I'm make i wonder proud. if my neighbors are going to be able to afford another one ah that's a yeah. question for another day and then he walks oh off. yeah like, dude, like, are you really thinking you're not needed here on the farm? You literally just saved your little your little sister from death. <laughs> and then uh, 
He's got to ask mom know. and dad if he can leave. Yeah. Like, okay, here's, mama, here's mama, the other thing I that I noticed in that. Look, look at his mom. His mom looks like she's 80, right? Yeah, dad probably looks like 60s. Yeah, dad looks 60s, mom looks 80s, and uh, Ilania, the, the little girl, she's got to be what, 5'6"? Yeah. So mom's popping out babies yeah, at 75. The mom and dad for the people up there. Yeah, she looks like she's like 80. He looks like probably 60. He's got a nice little black mustache and everything. She's just old, wrinkled. <laughs> I thought like, it was hilarious. Like, go. Mom, Dad, can I go? And the dad's like, do you, bro? <laughs> do you? Do you? Right. Probably just, he just went out and revealed this power, and they don't want Russian people to come out like, hey, we need you now. You're yeah. part of us. <laughs> so it's probably like a get out of here before uh, Mother Russia shows up. Right. They recruit you. <laughs> then we jump into Proud Star, mm-hmm. who's out yeah. tackling a buffalo. I think this is that sort of my favorite, you. just for the fact that he was like, no, I'm not joining you. Then Professor X is like, oh, well, I guess they're right about the Apaches. And he's like, ugh. I guess. I guess I'll join. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Did you just call me a pussy? Did yeah. Call- right, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> Would a pussy join you? Huh? <laughs> uh, and that's the end of the first chapter we jump into chapter two where they get their all their fancy outfits and they're looking fly that's when cyclops jumps in tells his little story like they went to look for a mutant and next thing he knows he's on the plane back and his vision was cured yeah yes i mean that's what he thought <laughs> his glasses were off and he wasn't blasting everything yeah so, oh, my vision's cured. And then, like, yeah, he started just going nuts while he was with the professor about trying to blow everything up. And he was saying it was more powerful than when he started. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They wanted to make sure you knew that he could blow stuff up big time now. So the professor. Oh, wait, the... you know what? We were talking about the originals. You know, it has this little flashback to the original X Men and you know their last mission. Yeah. Uh, to go to that. And he, did you you saw the girl with the green hair? Yeah. So. She's actually she's actually Magneto's daughter. Okay. The big so baddie. She's got all the same powers that Magneto does. Huh. Yeah. And then the other guy, the guy with the funky thing on his head, Havoc, yeah, the you know, white. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's uh Alex Sub it's uh, Scott Summer Cyclops's brother. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so we're talking Cyclops thinks he's all cured, he's on the plane. Hey, this is cool. And so he drives back with his glowing red eyes and no no glasses on. And it starts going nuts. And it's like yeah. it's throwing the professor. So the professor had to fix his glasses, make them better. <laughs> now, is that like an actual, like, I know it's in the comic, but is that like more like, uh, oh, what did they call it? Real? I guess not real. What is it? Because, uh, you know, they have like a, like a main comic line or main, main storyline, and there's like spinoffs that aren't really relevant to the story. They're just sort of like... It's- well, well, that that part. Um, number one, they wanted to they wanted to show that he's more powerful, and number two, it's kind of part of the the flashback, so you know where the old where the old team went. You know, they're giving their excuse why you know why you haven't seen any new X Men comics, and all of a sudden it's a brand new team. Okay. Yeah. So they were just something to fill in the gap where there was nothing. Like, right. oh, this is why there was nothing? They were all missing. Yeah. They were all, you know, on some island. <laughs> yeah. So they explain that to everybody, and they're like, all right, now we're going back. 
So we've recruited you all to go back. Yes. And our boys. Oh, and let, let's not let's not forget to mention that they are they're all uh, they're extremely bitchy to each other. A lot they of these are. people don't like each other. Oh yeah. You know. Especially no, uh, Proud Star and Sunfire. What you call him? Yeah. Like Thunderbird. And Sunfire. Yeah. 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 They're, they're, I think they're the more two uh, protagonists of the leave me alone, I don't like you guys. Yeah. Uh, everyone else, I mean, yeah, yeah they got their comments, but they're not as, like, standout-ish <laughs> as the rest. Did you say commies? Comics. What did you say? Comics. Oh, comics. I was like, you know Well, there's what? only one commie there, right? <laughs> That's true. That is true. He seems pretty <laughs> chill for the most part. And then, like, Nightcrawler is just sort of like, you You guys are weird. Like, what am yeah. I learning? <laughs> I think he's just trying to figure out what to do. He's a... Yeah, and Night Nightcrawler and uh, Sunfire are kind of at their each other's throats right away too. Yeah, right in the beginning, they're sort of at their throats. This is when see they go out for that mission. Sunfire's like, "Nah, I'm not going." So they leave yeah. without her. Then he flies up like, "Hey, let me in, bro!" <laughs> like, knock knock. <laughs> do we and have yeah, that's when him and him and Nightcrawler start getting at it? Yeah. Oh, and then. And then uh, Storm, you know, uh, old Peter Nikolovich, uh, uh, Colossus, just hops out of the plane. And Storm's like, what are you doing? You can't fly! He's yeah, like, so yeah, but I can land. Nightcrawler and Sunfire are at each other's throat, and they get to yeah. the island, and Cyclops is like, all right, we're going to split in teams. Sunfire, Nightcrawler, you're on one team. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been fighting this whole trip. You're on a team. <laughs> So yeah, Storm and Colossus. Then you got the Irish dude and Wolverine. Yeah, and Wolverine just hates that dude. Oh yeah, he's just like, oh, you're annoying as fuck. <laughs> he's like, do you have to scream all the time? Yeah, he's like it's kind of what I do. <laughs> and then Thunderbird and Cyclops go down. They land the plane. They turn around. Plane's gone. Yeah. Then there's huh. a tower. Yeah, yeah. And Thunderbird already doesn't trust anybody, and he thinks it's you know Cyclops is. Fucking with him or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Oh, so the plane's just gone. Okay. <laughs> Where'd the plane go? I don't know. How'd the plane just disappear? <laughs> so then they get into like a big. So everybody they, they get dropped off on separate parts of the island to do some searching around, and they all magically see this little building temple. They all have like random fights they have to fight through, and yeah. then they meet up at the temple. And it seems to all happen within, like, seconds. Right. The way, like, it shows in the comic, they're like, oh, well, where'd you come from? Or, huh, I didn't have to wait that long. Yeah, so you got, like, they're all being uh, attacked by separate pieces of the island itself. Yeah. Like, one guy's getting attacked by, you know, like, evil dead vines, you know, are coming after him. And, you know, one, one group has got these rocks that are raining down on them. And, you know, then there's a... Steve kind of Stephen King has lobstrosities coming at Wolverine and and Banshee. Yeah, but then so they're all, they yeah. You get what is it like birds attacking them? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's and they uh, all have their little spats in between with all the fighting. Yeah, and they meet up at this indestructible temple door, which they seem to break through pretty easily. Oh yeah, because they're working as a team, Thomas. Teamwork is dream work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Teamwork. That's a you see you see the uh, the Cyclops blast and wind and a big metal fist. All they just they just pummel through the door, and lo and behold, what do they find? That 
showed up right there. It's that uh, sort of middle one. You can see the fist. You can see the all the different stuff popping up right there. Yeah. They work together, and they solve their problem of the door. Yes, <laughs> no one like decided to like knock to see if anyone was home. But... I think I think Colossus did. <laughs> yeah, like a little too hard. <laughs> they open it up, and there's all the old X Men sitting there right. tangled Getting up sucked. in some web or something. Yeah, there. I, I think there. You know, there's some sort of like like lamprey like sucker things that are attached to all of them and sucking their power. Yeah. And feeding the island. And they walk in, they're like, hey, they're like, why'd you come back? Leave. So <laughs> They're I like, it's a trap, stupid. Yeah. So I don't think we really mentioned it, but when they originally came to the island, the original X-Men, it was to find a new mutant. Right. So they get to the island to find this new mutant, and then, bang, crazy stuff happens, and now we get to the point where we're at now. This is where the big reveal is, which was this was this was surprised me. I actually enjoyed this. The mutant they were looking for is actually the island itself. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it kind of gives you a real brief uh, uh, history of him and how he got to be who he was. Yeah, and uh, basically, it's a it's some and they did this a lot uh, back in back in all the monster movies and stuff. It's always some nuclear bomb or something, you know. So. There's this atomic bomb that goes off, and then the radiation starts uh, starts fusing all the organisms there, all the plant life and all the the uh, the animal life, and they get like a one big combined intelligence that becomes sentient. Mm-hmm. So every, all the all the plants and all the animals and all of the earth and everything of this island becomes one creature. Yeah, which is and called, he is like, the mute. Krakoa. Yeah, Krakoa. Krakoa. The island that walks like there a there he man. is. He's a big old just green. You can see like the veins are like roots. Yeah, he's a beast. So they're trying to rescue all the all the other X Men. Get that all out. Yeah, and then uh, they're all just trying to attack him, but nothing's working. So then Professor X is all like reading in their minds, like I'm gonna fight this dude with my mind. You guys follow my plan. So he's. They're God knows how far away. Professor X is still out there reaching them. It's like that's yeah. some cool. Like I didn't know his ability had like that much like distance in there. So like the whole the whole way that they that they go finding mutants is he goes he goes into this uh, machine called the uh, Cerebro, mm-hmm. and it basically magnifies his mental powers so that he can identify mutants. Anywhere in the world, probably anywhere in the universe. I think he does that too. Like I goes think off I the world. Remember that you. from like the X Men movies? Yes. I didn't really. I don't know. I've never really paid too much attention to the X Men movies. Probably not as much okay. as I should. Yeah. Uh, I'm just in general not really a movie person. I watch them, but I don't pay like I pay like fifty percent attention to movies. Yeah. So I I really like like a lot of them. I didn't like very much, but I really first class was really good. Um, like some of them just they they. They like strayed too far and you know made up their own stuff and yeah, it was yeah. just okay. But uh, yeah, first class I liked a lot, yeah. and I'm expecting to like the new mutants when they come out. Well, they have the what was it the isn't the Umbrella Academy sort of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to watch it. I haven't haven't got around watching it. I've been uh, I don't know how big of like an anime person you are, but I've been watching One Piece, which has like almost like over like almost 900 episodes. I've been trying to get oh, caught wow. up. So you're busy. 
I've been, I've been trying to watch that in my free time, amongst <laughs> a million other things. It's yeah. on my list, though. Yeah, you got shit to do. 900 of them. I think it's at, like, I don't know. It is close to 900. Maybe it's past 900 at this point. I don't even know. <laughs> and the dude's like, yeah, we're not, like, we're, like, not even done yet. I like, you know what, I don't watch a lot of anime, but I have watched some, you know, older ones that I really liked. I really liked Devil Man a million years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and re- more recently, the One Punch Man cracked me up. I liked One him Punch a lot. Man, yes. That yeah, dude. Amazing. Yeah. I wish I could, you know, get fit like he does, but 100 push-ups, 100 yeah. sit-ups, 100 squats, and just runs a, yeah. a 10K. Every day. Every day. <laughs> and then you just get become buff and bald. Heck Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd go bald to look like that for just doing that every day. Oh yeah, like, I can I mean, do 100 push-ups a day, not like I don't in a that. row, I mean, but I, like, that's kind of crazy talk. I mean, let's not go overboard with this 100 push-ups thing. If I can split it out throughout the day, I could do it easily. <laughs> I'll do two push-ups 50 times. How's that? Yeah, you know. All right, but yeah. So Professor X is fighting the dude with his mind. They're all just shooting stuff at him, and it's not working. He sent them all some plan that he doesn't really tell, but they all know what it is. Right. Then they put that plan in motion where they all just start shooting stuff all over the place in, like, specific spots. And you know, if you want to elaborate on this, because I was still a little confused after reading it. I'm like, Wait Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you. So, remember I was talking about the, the Magneto girl? Mm-hmm. Orna. She's, uh, she's basically... Uh, you know, the daughter of Magneto, and she's got the same sort of powers. Mm-hmm. So so the way that this plan is working is, number one, like you were saying, uh, they're, they're fighting him on the physical realm, and they're fighting him uh, mentally. You know, Professor X is yeah, is uh, battering him mentally, and I, I think Marvel Girl might be helping him. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure about that part, but they, they're distracting the Krakoa, and uh, then... Uh, Storm goes up high, and she starts funneling all this lightning through herself, mm-hmm. and shoots it down into uh, to basically magnify uh, the Magneto girl's powers. And she shoots down through to the center of the earth, and basically breaks, you know, warps the magnetic fields and reverses gravity. So you. So it's way stronger than she would ever be on her own because she's got this electric energy of these lightning bolts, these massive lightning bolts shooting through her. And so she goes down and messes with the with the gravitational field, with the magnetic fields, mm-hmm. and reverses uh, gravity. And it's maybe not the best explanation. Um, that makes a little more sense. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, maybe I sort of read through it a little too fast when I read it, but I was just sort of sitting here like, wait a second, what's going on? She's doing this, she's doing that. Wait, what? But they're saying, you know, yeah. there's like a hole in the world all the way up through the core. And it's sucking the island up, and it's just like, yeah, huh? Yeah, that's that's the two, the two things. Like you got you got everything coming back together, you know, smacking together and causing this big force, uh, you know, of like uh, like a couple giant tidal waves smacking together, and that's yeah. got this force going up. And she's also she's also nullified the uh, gravitational pull of the Earth. So he goes hurtling off into space. Yep, and then now the island's gone, so they're all sitting here like, no island. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Hey, Iceman's useful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, gets them, he gets them off the island, and he encases them in a little cocoon of, of ice. 
and they come floating to the top. And then everybody's got their part to play. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh my gosh, and look at that. I totally forgot that our that our rocket plane is watertight, and it's just popping up too. That is convenient. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to see, I don't know, I thought it was a really good comic, nonetheless. A lot of cool stuff I learned. You see yeah. a lot of cool powers. You can see how like all these people working together with their specific powers. That can yeah. actually do some real damage. Right. Right, and this also ends with, well, okay, now we got all, you know, we went through all this trouble of getting everybody together, and now all the old guys are back too. What are we going to do with, you know, this giant team of 13 superheroes, you know? Yeah. And that's the where it ends. <laughs> so I'm assuming there's more episodes that we'll have to read through, but... <laughs> oh, gosh. There's, there's this really great run that starts here... And uh, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, X-Men 94 uh, is the first time they appear in the regular series. Like, this is this is its own thing, Giant Size X-Men number one. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just they're introducing all of the new guys. And then it starts in the regular season with, uh, with number 94. And then there's a really good run that goes through, I want to say, like, number 100 and... 40 something where they just got this huge drama plays out and it's it's really good it's very good and it's you know got some new characters but mostly using these guys um yeah. they've, they've got a really great uh, creative team uh behind it um this starts off with chris claremont who is who's the writer and he continues to be the writer all the way through this um and then um oh gosh what's his name i'm trying to think of um Dave Cockrum. Mm -hmm. Dave Cockrum is the uh, is the guy who, who draws it for for a very little while, um, but then they get uh, they get John Byrne in, who's he's a very famous X Men artist, and uh, he he does them for a good long run, and he's the penciler. But Dave Cockrum, who's the uh, the who does it all in this first one, uh, mm -hmm. becomes his inker. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Dude, this guy drew it, and this guy drew it. <laughs> no, I just don't know these names. Like, you're saying these names I've never heard of. I think yeah. of comics, all I know is Stan Lee. I don't even know who writes the DC comics. Like, I don't... Right. It comes to comic books, the only Whatever. name in comic books I know is Stan Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else ever... is like, eh, I've never heard of you. You're not that good. You're not Stan Lee. I don't care. <laughs> it's not true. Oh, I'm wait, sure there's you know some what? good ones out there. I may be wrong. You know what? Chris Claremont wasn't the writer at first. He it was uh, Len Wein. He was the on this. He, he was the one. Him and Dave Crockham were the first guys that created it. But then Chris Claremont came in and and took over the writing part of it shortly after that. And he was very good. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know the the John Byrne and and Chris Claremont uh, duo. We're very famous for for doing this for I I don't know in years, but it's probably ten years. It's yeah. probably a good solid ten years. Alright, so if you had to give an overall rating to this comic, like out of ten, what would you give it? Oh coming from someone so, who's read a bunch of comics, you know a bunch of stuff. How would you rate so, this one? As a kid reading this, this was the best thing I'd ever seen in my life. Like okay. as a kid, you know that there's lots of you know there's lots of new characters and there's lots of uh, you know great art in it, um, 
and there's lots of exploding and fighting and all that stuff. <laughs> Explosions all stuff and fists through doors. I, I back then I would have given it a ten, and I still give it a ten um, based on you know how iconic it is mm-hmm. and what a what a, what a great uh, thing that it launched. Um, re- reading the story now, you know, a lot of some of the stuff's pretty contrived, <laughs> and, uh, but like it's it's uh, it always has a special place in my heart. Now I'd probably say writing is probably around a six. <laughs> you know, the yeah. art is probably about a seven, uh, but it gets much better. <laughs> but it it also starts it. You know, it's the first thing. It's the building block that all these great stories come from. Yeah, so I guess someone that got first time reading it, not really read too many comics so i don't know what's out there i mean it was interesting to see old and new characters i don't know the villain i love the twist for the villain i hope we see him some more honestly i hope he comes back somehow <laughs> just because i think that's such a cool concept yeah um, there were my parts where i was like okay i don't really know what's going on there's a lot of interesting stuff but definitely some characters aren't really probably doing what they should, you know, doing their part. Yeah, you see, really the big boss fight, you see like just a few people really putting in work. Right. Like, I'd go ahead and probably give it a 7. Yeah. Like I just feel like yeah, there's some cool stuff there, but there's probably some things that could have been better. But it was a good comic to start with, definitely. And I'm actually excited to see what else they have in store with this particular series, which I'm sure we'll get to at some point. Yeah, so one of the things that I really love in comics is going back to the origins, uh, you know, the first time that uh, a character or a storyline has started and watching the evolution. So, like, you yeah. see these guys, they're all pretty crude, and you can tell they're still kind of working out some bugs with the characters, and they're definitely, their characters aren't developed or anything yet. Um, yeah. But it, it's cool watching where they started. Like, I used to go back and read, like, the first couple Fantastic Fours, mm. and you see, you know, the thing was just this big, you know, blobby dude with a kind of <laughs> dinosaur skin. He wasn't the rock guy at first. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Like oh. they, they all. You, and watching how the, how you know, different artists uh, portray them through the years, yeah. and they evolve. You know, like there's always like punctuations of when they make these quantum leaps into a different, a different thing to to become the characters that you know new generations know. Yeah, I think it's always interesting. And, uh, another thing you see is like when uh, here's a you know uh, they were talking about like having Superman be black and everybody was throwing a fit. And I was like, well, you know, this thing with comic books, there's so many universes within like a like Superman probably has God knows how many different universes where there's like different Supermans and all this stuff. So there's a like I don't know. I think it's really cool how like all these different characters, you know, you can see them in so yeah. many different ways, so many different views, so many different backgrounds. They all have their sort of original, like, original character, but then they also right. have all these other potential possibilities of what they could have been or what they are in a different timeline. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, it's so funny because people, a lot of people uh, get up in arms when there's going to be a big change. Like, oh, uh, you know, Captain Marvel is a is a girl now, or, you know, Thor is a, is a woman, or, you know, some, something like that. And you know, people are like, what? This can't be. This is not who I grew up with. That's right. It's not who you grew up with, but it's an evolution and it's new stories. And I got another thing to tell you. It may not be real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, Thor is real, but... True. True. That's true. The comic Thor isn't, but the real Thor. (laughs) The real Thor is a dude, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely, definitely real. (laughs) 
Are you pointing up to the All Father? So I'm not sure what you're doing, but okay, whatever. Well, you know, he's gonna be up there and follow. I, I don't need nobody shooting some hammers at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta die. You gotta die in battle. That's the trick behind that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Well, I'm never in my deathbed. I just want someone to throw me into like the bear cage at the zoo. <laughs> So I could die proudly. No, I don't want to die from, like, some sickness. Like, no. If I'm going out, you better be right. Throw me in a bear cage. Right. I gotta go right, out fighting. Right. <laughs> or else I will not see Valhalla. <laughs> yep. All um, right. Oh, did yep. you see, have you seen uh, the show Ragnarok? The show or the movie? It's a, No, it's a show. Okay, this is, it's different, but it's, it's along the lines of the Thor thing. Um, it's, uh, I, I want to say maybe... Swedish or Norwegian hmm. uh, show, and it's almost like a like a Twilight sort of thing, except for the main characters turn out to be Thor and Loki, and it's it's actually pretty good. I'm gonna have to find this and watch this. Got to check now it out. I'm interested. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't let the the part where I said that it was kind of Twilight esque <laughs> deter you. I like the Twilight thing. show. Or was, yeah. it, was it Twilight Zone? Twilight Zone. Oh, not the Twilight Zone. I meant Twilight the Vampires. Oh, they're gonna be oh, crushed. Oh, now I'm thrown off oh. horribly. Are oh, they no, gonna I have like, the Are they gonna have zero facial expressions the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you died. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, I, I see. Uh, like an interview. I watched a, an interview with her on on Hot Ones, and she just she's just so cool the whole time. She's like, yeah, uh huh. And then she drinks right. that hot sauce. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Oh, you did that. You did the hot sauce stuff for a minute. Yeah. I've been looking for some better stuff. That stuff, I unfortunately, like it wasn't as hot as I thought it was gonna be. Like it wasn't the one I was gonna buy. I was supposed to buy a hotter yeah. one, but some yeah, I, I accidentally got, bought the wrong one. You got you got a, a Mad Dog that wasn't the top Mad Dog, right? Yeah, was I, I was expecting it was the top one, but it wasn't. It was a lower heat, so it was it still kicked my butt. Yeah, but the thing with that, like it was super spicy, but the flavor was amazing. Really? Like, so it couldn't have been that hot if you tasted the flavor. <laughs> like you get that little bit of flavor in before the heat kicks in. So you right, taste right, there for right. that little bit, and that flavor was amazing. Really? And then your tongue's just numb for like 30 minutes. And... Oh, God. It's, it, you literally feel pain. Yeah. And I, like, I love it. I, I love the, the face melty stuff. Uh, Dave's Ultimate is one, of my, is one of my favorites, and I'll just eat that on regular food. But then people have to realize that they're just having their uh, their enchiladas, and I'm having a totally different experience than that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I got sweat pouring down my face, <laughs> and they're talking to me, and I'm not keeping up very fast. It's like start <laughs> slurring your words because you, you, your tongue just hurts, and you're, oh, yeah. you're, you're like slobbering all over the place. Your body don't know uh, what to do. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I couldn't I just, do it all the time. I couldn't. But I every now and then, I'm down for it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's uh, probably like heroin, you know, like <laughs> it stops working quite as good after a while. <laughs> you know, you want that good, solid experience. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I mentioned, sort of mentioned this before we were sort of talking about this. Now, do you think you could find a drink pairing to go with this comic book? Because, you know, you, you have a big history in comic books and you have a big history in alcohol. You being a bartender and all that. <laughs> I think you just called me an alcoholic. That's all right. <laughs> I said bartender. Being a bartender... <laughs> okay. Um, do you think you could find a pairing for comic books? And if so, do you mm, think you could find one for this one? Like, what should people sip if they try to dr- to read the, the giant X Men Volume One? 
I I would say uh, I would say a radioactive kamikaze. All right, radioactive kamikaze because it's mutants, it's right? It's a it's a kamikaze with uh, with Midori in it, and it looks neat. It's green. <laughs> All right, you can sip on that. It's pretty sweet. Which you know, uh, you know this this uh, this comic book is a little bit fast foody, and you know got a lot of sugar to it. Not a lot of nutritional value, but <laughs> but it is entertaining, and it does taste good. <laughs> it's a good start. Yeah. yeah, you can't read this a whole bunch of times. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like one and done. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Maybe go back again just to like catch up on a few things. And... All right. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where you were going with that. Nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. Nowhere. I, I had nowhere with that. I just. All right. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that's all we really had planned to talk about on this. I mean. Yeah. But uh, what, what were we? We were, we started going down some other. Some other uh, rabbit holes earlier, and I don't remember exactly what we were talking about. I mean, that's how podcasts go sometimes. You yeah. just, out of nowhere, next thing you know, 30 minutes later, and you're completely off topic. <laughs> but that's good. I think, see, scripted podcasts are nice if you're trying to be informative. Like, if you're trying to get down to a, a serious topic, like what I was doing before with uh, the myth and legend stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm giving you information on these stories. But if you're here to like this sort of, we're doing a little entertainment thing to go off on some rabbit hole and yeah. talk nonsense. That's mm-hmm. just great. That's just great entertainment, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. So, so here, let me talk. Let me talk about. Remember, I was. You were saying that you didn't really know who Colossus was until this new Deadpool movie. Yeah. He's always, always been one of my favorites. Oh, and they even had him fight one of my favorite guys for him to fight in Deadpool. Oh, yeah. uh, juggernaut, right? You remember Juggernaut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big crazy guy who can't be stopped. He just once they start going, he's he's going. Yeah, rips people in half and shit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so uh, there's this one. Oh, okay, number one, Colossus. Like, I always love Colossus. You know, he's he's got kind of an innocent guy, um, like an innocent farm boy sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. They kind of they kind of toughened him up. More for uh, for Deadpool, but he's still a, a Boy Scout, you know. You can definitely tell, like he was like more of like a protector, yeah, than anything. Like he wasn't really trying to like fight stuff. He was just like being more of a protector. It seemed like, at least my yeah. opinion, sort of. I got that vibe from him. Yeah, and I, I loved what they did with him in Deadpool. Like I just, he was, it was so funny. Yeah. You know, like you know, he he just like he didn't get a lot of stuff and. He was just trying to be the best Colossus the Colossus could be. <laughs> but you know, like I said, I, I I love that character. And there's this one, uh, there's this one issue where uh, Wolverine, I think I, I forget who else, Wolverine and one of his other X Men set him up. They take him, you know, he's he's uh, he he has just broken up with another member of the X Men and kind of broken her little heart. Okay. And so they bring him into a bar, and they set him up to fight this uh, this juggernaut who is not in costume. And so, like, they're talking shit to each other, and, and uh, Colossus is expecting that he's just going to wipe the floor with this dude. And the other X might just leave him hanging. You know, <laughs> juggernaut just whips his ass just yeah. to teach him to not mess with poor little Kitty Pride. So now we're talking with, with X-Men. So you, would you say Colossus is, like, your favorite X-Men in general? 
if we're gonna talk cool. X Men, since we're on the X Men comic, it sort of relates yeah. to what we're, we're reading. Yeah, I would say yeah, I would say that he he is one of my favorites. He's he's I, I really like they they did some really cool evolutions with uh, with Iceman too, and they made him like the most powerful mutant in the world. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, he can. I, I don't even know the extent of his powers, but like he's like a god now. And uh, it, it's always when when they do something with Colossus, it's always something that you know he's this this very powerful guy, but he's always a Boy Scout. Um, when they do something to uh, to affect his character, that's always the biggest deal. Like yeah. uh, they make him be a bad guy for for something. You know, something takes over his mind or or something like that. You know, uh, Mister Sinister takes him over and he's a bad guy or. Uh, they brainwash him, and his uh, his communist Russia uh, background comes out, and he becomes the <laughs> proletariat, and he's you know he's the enemy of capitalism everywhere, and you know it's just, it's just cool to to see that because he's such an easy mark, and it's so easy to show that he's not his regular self. You know now he's you know he's a bad guy, which yeah. he's the goodest good guy on most <laughs> times. <laughs> uh... Uh, see, I don't know too many X Men. Um, from what I, my knowledge and what I know with this comic, see, I don't know. Wolverine is always so overplayed, in my opinion. Like everyone's like, "Oh, Wolverine!" I'm like, I mean, he, what, he's got claws. Like he's supposed to seem like this invincible dude. I'm like, I really don't care for him. He's just not that yeah. great, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and he's always been. He's he's the he's the bar superhero. You know, like yeah. he's and like he's not that high. Far, like. <laughs> What do you do against Galactus? You know, what do you, do you, you know, you're just a dude who, you know, pretty hard to kill and you can stick your, stick your talons into stuff. <laughs> no, like, I know a little bit of Nightcrawler. I didn't really know he was X-Men. Oh, okay. I think maybe he was in one of the movies. I'm not 100% sure. I don't, I remember Nightcrawler from somewhere. I don't remember where. Yeah. But I do like Nightcrawler. I think he's got that sort of cool, uh, like, mentality. Like, he's just like, confused on who he is now at this point he's trying to find himself as a mutant and what he previously was and they they go through a lot of that and his his history is very mysterious they finally get to it and it's it's a big deal like his father was a demon and like there's all kinds of stuff you know like it's a very uh long drawn out story but it it leads to him being a very complex character yeah, and I think like all the like really cool X Men that you'd think like, oh yeah, those are the best ones. I just don't care for that. Yeah, so I'm not. So I'm thinking sort of Nightcrawler here, sort of underdog, sort of like you don't know too much about him. I think I like him as of right now. I think he's like, in the beginning he was kind of he was almost Spider Manny. You know, yeah, like he, like he's crawling on the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like agility is his big thing. Like. They don't overuse his teleportation, you know, like they, they use it a lot more now. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he was more like an acrobat who could, you know, a super agile guy who could climb walls and stuff. And he could fight some. He wasn't super strong. <laughs> yeah. All right. And I know there's, like, tons of different X-Men out there. Oh, yeah. And you probably know a huge list. I actually, someone wrote posted something on Facebook uh, a few weeks ago on my page, something about, like, who is like your least favorite X Men? So I did some research to find like the worst X Men out there. <laughs> who, yeah. who do you think the worst X Men is? Oh boy, jeez, um, there have been so many bad ones. 
there's the guy who's the um the he's like his skin is invisible he's like Ray. a skeleton you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's the one I, I was thinking of, like Wraith. He's just like, a, a, yeah. he's got invisible skin. Yeah. They're like I'm not what sure how you power that is that? Like, <laughs> you're just going to creep someone out like, hey, don't do that. You're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you gross me out. My <laughs> superpower like, is being... I'm not going to stop, but you're disgusting. <laughs> Can you please turn away while I rob this bank? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got, uh, like, so a lot of the... Bad mutants, like over the years, they've had a huge roster. Some of the bad guys became, you know, came into the X Men. And, like, you got Toad, who's he jumps. Like, that's his thing, is he, he jumps. jumps. Oh, <laughs> that is formidable. Oh, that guy just jumped. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Get on his bad side. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they, uh, I don't know. I don't know who the worst. I mean, there's been some terrible ones. There's one that, um, breaks his bones he's got to break his bones and then they turn into like jagged spears or something Ooh. but he's got to break his bones to do it <laughs> ow yeah lame i would hate that one <laughs> no yeah all right and i guess uh if you could have like a mutant power what would you go for like, if you had, like the ultimate mutant power for your opinion like what would it be mutant power i'm not like, like a superhero power in general I think there's probably a sort of a difference between superhero and mutants. Yeah. In a sense. I mean, I always like the super speed one. Yeah. That's always been a big deal. Like the flat. There's there's actually a mutant that does that Quicksilver, but he's basically a knockoff Flash. You know. Yeah. But essentially, but I, I really like that one. But then you got you got your other su- superheroes that also have that. Like you got Superman. Like he's super fast too, but he does everything. You know, like they, yeah. you know, they blew him out. Just you know, gave him everything they could think of. Oh, they like this guy. Let's give him all the powers. Yeah, let's give him all the powers. Make him super overpowered, and that to me makes for a really boring superhero. <laughs> like, oh well, you know who's gonna win? I mean, you know who's gonna win for pretty much anyway. You're you're you know who to hope for, but Superman, like, there's not really. They have to they have to come up with ways to make it hard for him. Yeah, you know, exactly. because yeah, he's, he's not really a, a challenge with anything else. They don't have kryptonite. Somehow, yeah. they can't somehow capture him with kryptonite, they're losing. And right, even when exactly. they capture him with kryptonite, he's going to win somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's, and they came out I, I, in the in the 50s. You know, they had, you know, 10 different kinds of kryptonite, and one gave him extra arms, and one, you know, just made him mildly depressed, and, you know, like, there's all kinds. Wait, are we all allergic to kryptonite? And is that what they're doing now? Is throwing the depressing kryptonite all over the place? Oh my god! Is that That's what COVID really is? Is depressing kryptonite? <laughs> I got fucking kryptonited again. Ah, is it kryptonite again? Me. Yeah, it's like you got like uh, X Men. These X Men fighting an island. You got <laughs> Batman fighting all these crazy hero or villains. You got, you know, uh, Iron Man fighting the Hulk. And you got right. Superman fighting Kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll lose every time if it's just straight a fight against <laughs> Kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, the funniest part is mostly what does Kryptonite do? It turns him into a regular dude. <laughs> Batman's been doing that for years. <laughs> yeah, they're just showing you how bad that is to be a regular dude. <laughs> yeah. Then you got all these regular dudes just kicking A. <laughs> right, exactly. I like that better. Yeah. 
I think that is sort of my favorite superhero. It's just like the regular dude who is just really good at what they do. Like you got a uh, uh, Hawkeye. You got you know Batman's rich though. You know I don't really count him. Rich is totally a superpower. Don't sell it short. <laughs> uh, Green Arrow, which is basically the Hawkeye Green Arrow. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. think that's really cool. These are these dudes who can shoot a bow really good and have like some really cool bows. Yeah, really cool arrows. Yeah, yeah, they're they're neat, but like you know when they're when they're in the uh, the superhero club afterwards and hanging out and there's a guy you know teleporting <laughs> to the bathroom and back. They're like, yeah. So what do you do? Well, I'm really good at shooting stuff with a you know. well hey, so what about gunman short. is gunman good because gunman seems like he would be better than you arrow man <laughs> uh, you can't sell that short like i think hawkeye and green air or yeah green arrow and they're essentially the same freaking person just different comic book totally. platform i think yeah. that's probably like my favorite uh sort of hero in general as of right now, with like my very limited knowledge, just because I think it's really cool that they're up here, probably not too par with all these other superheroes, but they're pretty damn close. And all they're doing is shooting a bow and arrow. Oh yeah, like that. They got you. Got to give them some respect. It, they, yeah, it gives you some hope for the ordinary dude. Yeah, like, who's who's just an Olympic grade athlete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's funny. But that's that's the that's the bottom measure. That's the bare minimum to be a superhero. You got to be an Olympic athlete. <laughs> well, good thing I don't have any powers, <laughs> or I'm good at anything. Because uh, yeah, I'm not gonna be no superhero anytime soon. <laughs> hey, let me see your shirt. What's on your shirt? It's a flash what? drive. Oh, it's a flash drive. That's awesome. Yep. That is so a flash cool. drive. I only saw the, the, the top of it for the whole time. Yeah, yeah, no, you get the flash drive. Oh, that's <laughs> rad. I love that. So I don't know if you have anything else to add for this episode. No. No? I say we could do a Q&A, but I think only Wendy's watching. If she's still watching. She hasn't really talked. The only thing she's really said is she wants you to read something. Like, she wants to, like, have you be, like, a, you know, a storyteller. Like, like read like, a book. You know, like, uh, how those people read books so that you can oh, listen like, to an like audible. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, I'd listen to a book if you read it. Like, yeah, <laughs> you go to I sleep with that. <laughs> she says she's here, so I guess oh, we, oh, if we want to do. A, if Wendy has any questions, we can answer. I don't know if we want to have her ask questions though. Probably got some <laughs> weird ones we don't want to answer. Yeah, she's gonna ask what color panties we have on or something like that. Yeah, which I tell her every day. Like I send her pictures of my panties pretty much every day. <laughs> so nothing, huh? Really, she Wendy? Responded. Really? All she says, I'm here, duh. Like That is, I feel like I she's... I can ask anything me. I want when I want. <laughs> can you, though? <laughs> All right, well, tell her that she's gotten the last picture of my panties that she's ever going to get. <laughs> <laughs> you tell her I said so. <laughs> <laughs> she says she has her connections. <laughs> I got uh, connections to panties too. I should change them more often. Well, all right. This was fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah, it was fun. So now we have to find a new comic to read. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we about... should let we should let all the viewers uh, comment on what kind they want us to us to read next. Yeah. All the Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, I think it's just Wendy now, but I think we get enough people, enough traction. This will grow. I think this is going to be fun. 
But, uh, yeah, if anyone's got any comic book suggestions, let us know. If you're on the Twitch stream, you can just, uh, type it on Twitch, or you can go to the Facebook page and leave a comment on the Facebook page. Wendy says Ninja Turtles. Oh! And I am a huge Ninja Turtle fan. Like, I, are, growing up, Ninja Turtles was my jam. Have you read? Okay, now are you? No, I have not read guy? any of the comics. I just I watched the cartoons. I had all the toys. I watched the movies. Okay, so you know they they started with the Eastman and Laird comics, and they were they were not very kid friendly at first. I've heard that. Yeah, you you got to read the original ones. They're actually very good. I have to find them somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I yeah they were they it was a little independent. Um, and that's what made them, you know, one of the things that made them worth so much money is they didn't have big print runs. They're black and white uh, comics, and they were, you know, they look like funny animal comics, but they were not funny animals. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the Cowabunga dudes. We, yeah, we yeah, see, the, no the Cowabunga dude thing, that came in when they were, you know, kind of making them more palatable to little kids and stuff, you know? Yeah. I'll, say, I'll just, the first movie will always have a special place in my heart. Yeah. Especially if they're dancing with Vanilla Ice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do not remember that. <laughs> they have the turtle song. Go, yeah. Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Oh, go, ninja, yeah, go, I kind of remember. But see, here's that. Th- that's the other thing. This is kind of like this comic uh, that we just read is when you read something or watch something and it becomes very important to you when you're a kid, it, stay, it doesn't matter. It stays important to you whether it really holds up to the test of time or not because yeah. it speaks to who you were at that time. And mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. I'm going to see if we can find a place to find some uh, Ninja Turtle comics and do that next. Yeah. Or if there's any good yeah. suggestions, I'm thinking about getting that subscription for that uh, app. I don't know what all type of comic. I think I put mostly Marvel. Yeah. But, like, I mean, that was a really easy app to use. I wish there was one that just, like, had all the comics from everything. I wish they'd all just, like, stop being hating each other and just join forces, you know, but <laughs> got to make their money somehow, right? Right, right. <laughs> DC just needs to sell out to Marvel. That would be awesome. Oh, man, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, uh, the way I've seen it, though, like, Marvel kills it with the movies. DC can't touch them with their movies. But DC has killed it with their TV shows. Oh, yeah. Like, I really like The Green Arrow and The Flash? And I, I mean, I haven't watched too many of them, but I watched some of the Green Arrow and I watched some of the Flash, and those were both are both amazing. Yeah, I thought those were both good too. Uh, I haven't really watched too much of the Marvel uh, TV shows, and I really like I've seen a, a couple episodes of something. I just didn't think it was as good. I I wasn't that fond of uh, the uh, the Agents of Shield. A lot of people really loved that. Eh, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. I couldn't really get. I just maybe I need to rewatch it. I didn't get into it too much. Yeah, same. Same. And then uh, what was the other one? There was a oh the Agent Carter, the Agent mm-hmm. yeah, just mm, wasn't really. I mean, a lot of people loved it. I just wasn't my thing. And I think it wasn't superhero-y enough for me. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, dang. I think we're about out All of right. stuff to say. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was a good comic book, though. I guess we'll have to do yeah. another one. Yeah, we'll do another one. We'll do another one. We'll find. Uh, if you can see if you can find something good, or if we can find a place to. Uh, Get some more comics, and uh, we'll do something good. Um, I wish that I was drinking right now. And I know that you are, and it kind of hurts my feelings a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, see, recording, I have, like, uh, stage fright. So I, oh, yeah. I'm a lot easier on video 
It's like, I know I'm being recorded. I can see myself. I'm staring right at both of us. <laughs> it's easier for me with alcohol in me. Yeah. I try never to look myself directly in the eyes. <laughs> well, I keep, like, glancing over to, like, see how stupid I look. But I'm, like, sort of focused on you. Well, like, looking at you, it looks like I'm just, like, staring at the bottle, like, not even looking at the camera, but or, like, I'm just, like, sort of staring off, and I'm, like, watching you. But then, uh, like, uh, Thomas, let me, just, let me just say right now, I think you're a, a very good-looking man. No homo? Yeah, <laughs> let's awkward this up some. <laughs> we may have to go on a private call. Let's end this yeah, right. <laughs> my, my private chat. <laughs> Slide into your DMs. <laughs> Slide in those DMs. <laughs> oh, dang. Hey, this was a blast. Yep. We'll find a new comic. We'll yep. either do this, what do you think, twice a month, bi-weekly? Yeah. Yeah, Give us both good. enough time to plan out things, read a comic book. Do some learning. Hopefully give me time yeah. to edit this before I throw, we do the next one. Okay. Hopefully. We'll see. I'm all down, right. homie. Well, thanks for joining me. This was great. Yes. It was always, as always, it's a blast. And I told you this before, but uh, I, I I feel like you're you're very good at making these conversational. And like I said, it's just like, it's just like talking with, with one of the homies about, you know, bullshit. <laughs> and yeah. I like that. <laughs> well, that's, that's why I think makes a, a podcast work is just bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyable bullshit. Oh, Anisha just jumped on. Anisha, you are so late. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're already finished. You're going to have to go back and watch it from the beginning. Oh. Or just wait till I edit uh, this. Anisha, then... while you're listening, someone just uh, was friending me on Facebook named Anika. Is that another one of your accounts? I She she says it is, but I think it's a scam. <laughs> do you actually sell Amway? You do, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's really your auto insurance company. Oh, what is that? Uh, your, uh, what's that stupid meme going around? Your, I think it might be your auto insurance policy trying to keep up with you say hi. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Anisha from State Farm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you wearing, Anisha uh, from State Farm? Warranty insurance. It's your warranty insurance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to end the stream. Yep.